Welcome to the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers, with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. You might be on the road already. You might be in that traffic. And if you are, well, welcome to the show. My job is to bring you some energy and help you get through all that traffic. But some of you might be at home with your feet kicked up already. And if so, relax and enjoy and join us. Uh, If you want to chime in on any of the conversations today, you can do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. Or you can stream us right now live on KBLA 1580 on YouTube, which is always fun. I see you guys in there. Hello, hello. Uh, Thank you. They are giving me uh, Penny Thompson. Thank you so much. She loves my Whitney Houston shirt. If you'd like to see my Whitney Houston shirt, go ahead and make your way over there to YouTube, KBLA 1580. By the way, that is on all of our social media platforms, KBLA 1580. So make sure you're following us if you're not already. And follow me too. At Robin Ayers, because you should, and it's fun, and I'm always posting content that you can interact with. Uh, and, and a lot of you do, and I just got to say that. Thank you so much for hitting me up. You guys message me. You send me your Who's Got Next selections, and all of it is so much fun. So I love those uh, those interactions with you guys. Happy birthday, Maxwell. That's the jam, Andy. Okay. I, you, Andy was back there jamming to this song, so that's your choice of Maxwell. I wonder... What everybody else's choice. I wonder if it's that that high note one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that one or not. Uh, my grandmother, by the way, loves that song, that Maxwell song. Uh, but anyway, happy birthday to Maxwell. I hope he is enjoying his day, his month, and all of that. We do have another great show lined up for you as well. I wanted to give you a quick update to a couple of, well, my girls, SWV. I love those girls. You know that Coco was one of our um, guests here recently. Well, on the Raw Report. She did not come inside, but I'm sure you guys enjoyed the conversation because she was calling in with her son, Jay Michael. But very, very nice Um SWV as a whole, where they were inducted into the Bronx Walk of Fame and honored with a street name. But here's the thing. Tell me if this is shady or not. <laughs> Lily and Coco, who are both from SWV, were their names were on the sign. Although the sign says SWV, they're only the two of them. Their names were on the sign because the third one, Taj, is from Brooklyn. She's not from, from the Bronx. Is that shady or is she sort of included in the whole SWV thing. I don't know. Maybe it's not shady. I need to stop. Go ahead. I I need to stop promoting that. Um, She did. She was right there with her sisters, though. I loved it. I love that she was there representing with them. And uh, a big congratulations to all of them. They're all from New York. And I think it is very, uh, that was a, a beautiful thing. Rightfully so, inducted into the Bronx Walk of Fame. So congratulations to them. We have another great show lined up with another great contributor who you all recognize, of course. But let's go ahead and get into these uh, topics that we're going to be discussing today, Andy. Let's go ahead and drop it. Now it's time for a breakdown. Danaea Jackson, you may or may not recognize her name, but you might recognize her husband or ex-husband's name, Derek Jackson, who is a really popular social media-based relationship coach. It was a whole thing on social media, of course. They were in a lot of headlines. They basically had a lot of uh, infidelity. There were confirmations of infidelity in their relationship. And now Danaea Jackson, who had gone viral for her own 
issues, okay, and things that she had said. They have both uh, gone viral for different things, but now she's speaking out loud. We'll talk about what she said that's kind of heartbreaking and also what Derek Jackson is up to because he received a lot of backlash, a lot of backlash, but he seems to be back doing some things. We'll talk about that on the other side. We're also going to break down the fact that Boosie, who is a rapper, a popular rapper because of some songs, but I think probably more popular for some of the things that he says. He's a he's a very controversial guy. He says a lot of things that are interesting, but he's a big, big family guy. And we'll tell you what he's up to um, that I think is pretty cool. I actually really, really love. He's building a community, a neighborhood of some sorts in his backyard on his land. It's pretty cool. We'll talk about what it looks like, if it's a good idea uh, with with what he's doing or not. We're also going to talk about the color purple, the adaptation. The trailer actually just dropped. I spoke about this on the Rob Report before. You would know that the movie itself is going to be uh, premiering on Christmas Day. I am so excited for this film, but we're going to break it down, talk about it on the other side. And if we have time, we'll get to rapper Ice Cube and what he said as well. That is um, pretty interesting. It's a, it's a big, big, heavy topic that we could open up. I'll see if we can get to the Ice Cube thing in a little while. But on the other side, uh, we're going to bring in our contributor, Jill Monroe. But right now... Uh, you are listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. I want you to stay right there. Hey, I'm Damian Young. I'm chilling with Robin on The Rob Report. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside The Rob Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Well, let's jump right into it. You all know her because she covered for me last Friday. I truly appreciate her. We love her. Uh, Jill Monroe, get on in here. How are you today? Happy Tuesday, Robin. How are you? Happy Tuesday to you as well. You know, I'm, I'm making it. I'm making it. It was a long day, but I am. I'm here. I'm good. I'm blessed. And so I'm happy. I hope the same for you too, Jill. Absolutely. Good. And it's always better when I get to talk to you. Absolutely. You you brighten my day. Uh, I have to ask you, how are you feeling about the, the Laker loss? I don't mean to bring the mood down. I'm sorry. But do you have anything you want to add about that? I, I, Robin, you know I'm you sorry. need to respect my privacy in this moment. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand what's happening here. We're friends. My fault. My fault. I just wanted to give you the, the space. And the opportunity to speak on it if you if you wanted to. Or or how about this? Do you have anything you want to say about Carmelo Anthony, uh, his retirement? I mean, Melo is was a bucket. He's a scoring legend, a future Hall of Famer. You know, it's a great career. It ended kind of on a sad note. I wish we would have gotten to see a goodbye Mellow tour, but I appreciate everything he's done. It's a shame his number 15 won't be retired in Denver anymore, though, because um, the team that did something last night, I heard, to the Lakers, you know, their main guy, the back-to-back MVP, he wears that number. We're not saying his name today. And that's the one that will probably end up in the rafters, but we love Mellow. We love my Lakers, you know, teardrop, 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 teardrop. Andy, did you want to go ahead and chime in and say something? I think he wanted to uh, piggyback off of that. 
No, that's exactly what I was about to ask. Who jersey goes up in the Raptors? Is it Carmelo or is it Jokic? But you answer the question for mm, me. Okay, well then there you yeah, have it. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Definitely. He. This is the first time Denver's ever advanced to the finals. So, you know, Carmelo did a lot of things for the Nuggets in the 2000s, but um, unfortunately... Not this time. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for the Laker loss. I mean, I think there is a dark. Well, it's, it's already gloomy here in L.A. Maybe that's exactly why. <laughs> maybe maybe L.A. got the message and uh, everybody just seems a little bit somber. Um, I do want to get your thoughts on this, Jill. I do. I have a poll going up in the YouTube chat right now asking about what you think about the fact that SWV was honored with a street sign in the Bronx, but only two of the three members' names were on there. Even though it says SWV, Way, or Street, uh, Taj and Lili, excuse me, Lili and Coco are the only two names that were there just because they are certified from the Bronx. And Taj is from Brooklyn, and she was left off of the sign. Is that a little petty, or should she sort of just have been given sort of an honorary name on there? I think, like you said, SWV collectively is Lily, Coco, and Taj. Mm -hmm. When you see SWV, you don't think of it as one or two. But let's keep it real. She's from Brooklyn. Stand up. The Bronx is the Bronx. Yeah. And they want to honor their, you know, their homegrown daughters. So I don't have a problem with it because, like I said, SWV collectively is them. But, you know, Taj may want to represent her Brooklyn roots in another way. She may not want that association. We don't know. But I'm not yeah. mad at it. Right. Well, I do appreciate the fact that she was there with her girls. I mean, she was front and center with them. I really, really like that she represented that way. But I don't know if she's going to be given an opportunity in Brooklyn, another SWV street sign with Taj's name only. So it almost seems like her opportunity is just not going to be there or given to her whatsoever. And so I think it would have been nice. And I think most of you, clearly most of you in YouTube agree, because I asked, is it wrong to only include two of the three members on the street sign for SWV street sign? And 86% of you say, yes, it is wrong. I think so too, but it's not, it's not my group. It's not my group. I have nothing to do with the sign. I'm not from Brooklyn, nor am I from the Bronx. So let me just go ahead and stick to my Hollywood business. <laughs> so I just, know that's right. Yeah. I'm wrong, y'all. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I'll take that, but I, you know, I think it's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I think it'll be I think it'll be fine. Forensic accountant says forget Brooklyn. They refuse to honor Sonny Carson with the street name. Okay, you got some 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 other things you want to get off your chest. That's all right. Uh, I'll tell you who got something off their chest today. <laughs> well, it, it aired today. This what this actual interview happened a couple of weeks ago. Danea Jackson, who is the wife of Derek Jackson, and you know, Jill, Derek Jackson blew up the internet when he was caught in uh, having stepping outside his marriage. There were infidelity issues between the two of them. He is a social media-based relationship coach everybody kind of looked at looked at him like he was a guru and as a matter of fact he never wore a ring and so many women didn't even know that he was married he sort of preached to a lot of the single women trying to t tell women what's good for them trying to increase their worth and their value and all of those different things so when we found out number one that he was married but number two he never represented her and then number three you're you are cheating on the woman it all hell broke loose on the internet. You already know that. So Danea Jackson is finally speaking up on a, a podcast called Dear Future Wifey. And 
This woman, what she said, I, I have not watched the, the entire interview, but we are seeing clips of it come out on social media. And there was a clip of her talking about she has studied some of the women that he had extramarital affairs with and she studied their bodies and she says she knew multiple women's bodies better than her own which was heartbreaking it is shocking as a matter of fact and I think a lot of people from what I read of the 18,000 plus comments on social media just under that one post a lot of women have been there before a lot of women can relate and say you know I studied this woman who I knew my husband or boyfriend had cheated on me with because I wanted to adapt some of those things, some of those traits. And that Denea found herself in that situation. Um, what do you make of this? Is this, is this because she was actually a hated. She, she said something that got uh, that caught a lot of backlash as well. She kind of cursed people. If you remember that, um, the fact that she's speaking out, she's blasting him. Is this messy or is she just speaking her truth? And should she be able to? Well, I think part of it is that maybe not the relationship at first, but a lot of this saga and a lot of what Derek thinks and believes has played out over social media. So to continue doing it, I don't think is foul in the sense that people want to know. They want to know what happened. They became invested. They have their opinions. So this helps to kind of put a period or the end of a long chapter to this aspect of it she has a right to tell her story you know being i imagine in that situation where your husband's infidelity is played out in public has to just add to the betrayal and i think you know i feel really sorry for her like you said a lot of women have felt that way and especially now with social media because it's so easy to just go and take a peek It's just so easy to go and see, hey, what's she doing to kind of try and figure out why he's interested in her that, you know, you see how it can allow some people to get caught up. And Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that he made her feel that she was lacking in the situation. I agree with you. Here's what I don't understand about Derek Jackson. He's still doing his thing. He's still posting clips on social media and he still has thousands of people who like and engage with his content. He still has over 1 million followers. No one he didn't catch a lot of flack. Or he did. People said a lot of things, but it doesn't seem that he lost any of that engagement. But here's what I don't understand. You know how We have come down on Trey Songz. We have come down on R. Kelly. We have come down on all these people who were found guilty of something. And we said, we'll no longer play your music. We'll no longer buy your albums. We'll no longer go and support you in the movie theaters. Look at what's happening happening right now with Jonathan Majors. Similarly, Derek Jackson is in that field. He was caught doing something. He admitted it. And now... It do, it's almost as though it doesn't matter any longer because people are still supporting him. What do you think of that? I mean, I think the reality is, is what he did was immoral, but not illegal. And so while it may be distasteful for some, for some people, they might have been there. They might have been in a relationship and were led astray and eventually led that relationship. They can relate. And I suppose it's the other thing of giving grace. Um, I I think that because, and this is not being insensitive to Mrs. Jackson and the things that she went through, but it's her pain, not 
a group of women saying so it's easier for people to look past that because it doesn't impact them in a way and like I said you know a lot of people cheat if we started canceling people because of cheating and I have to say this I am not a Derek Jackson advocate do what you may do enjoy <laughs> that it's just not for me but I think that if we started crossing people off the list for infidelity We'd be surprised that there are a lot of people that we love, respect, appreciate their contributions that might not make it. So you're you're right about that. It's and it's funny. Derek Jackson, actually, the reason he he has so many followers at this point is what he says rings true for a lot of people. We like what he says. It makes us feel good as women, especially because that's primarily who he's talking to. So we like it, and maybe that's exactly why. I, I went on there today onto his page, and I saw so many people that I rock with all up under his comments like, yeah, Derek, I agree. And I'm like, weren't y'all the same people who were uh, blasting him? And um, it, it's just it's unfortunate. I guess if I'm Ooh. looking at this from a, from a bird's eye view, I can say that he has already received the punishment, so to speak, from his wife and his family breaking that up. He's already received his punishment. He doesn't necessarily need to receive it from us. Like you said, we are not in a relationship with him. We just receive uh, advice from him. And, and that's pretty much the extent of it because he doesn't owe us anything per se. I mean, I agree. And then it's the question of, do you allow people to have, do you give people grace? We are all in, you know, not perfect as humans. Again, not excusing anything what he did or how he gaslit her, anything like that. But I think at what point do we kind of, like you said, look at it from a bird's eye view, or even if we're looking at it kind of face to face, it depends individually if you get something from his topics and want to continue. Very true. Well, I, I, for the most part, it looks like they have separated. They are estranged. At least we don't know if they are full fledged divorce at this point, but I wish her well, I wish him well. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a hater like that. And so I do wish her well, and I'm going to check out the entire interview. I don't know about you, but I would like to hear what she has to say. So I'll keep you posted, but definitely wishing the best uh, for both of them. Jill, uh, what do you think about Boosie building a community in a neighborhood in his backyard? (laughs) Listen, it's about time something positive came out attached to Boosie's name. <laughs> I mean, if he has the space to do it and maybe some, you know, he doesn't say if he's going to pay them, charge them rent. I don't think he is. But, I mean, it sounds immaculate. Pool, basketball court, you know, a short way from your family. I don't know. It seems nice. He must like to be around his family. And, I mean, it's really, if you can do that for your loved ones and you don't mind the closeness. It's an amazing thing to be able to do. Yeah. Like you said, it is, it's lavish. It is, there's a basketball court. There's a huge pool. It looks like he's building on top of acres and acres of land. He's got his children's street names. He has street names back there named after his children. It's still in the process of moving, but I wonder if, I feel like this is something that our ancestors used to do. We used to sort of take care of our own, take care of our family, our growing parents and grandparents, and even our children, allowing them to stay with us 
for uh, years on end, if need be, to get on their feet or even when they get married and have a child of their own to, to stay with them. You watched Greenleaf, didn't you? <laughs> like sort of like a Greenleaf family, allowing the family to just stay with you on the property. We have sort of lost that community feel even within our own families. Do you feel the same? I do. And I, I mean, I think that, you know, especially in times like this, community is so important. And if you can collectively come together as a family and be stronger and it helps with, you know, all sorts of things, whether that is child care or taking care of the home or you're close enough to, you know, support one another just in case or just because you like each other. I think that it is something that I would like to see brought back into our community because we need each other. And if we don't support each other, who will? Mm-hmm. I have done some research and for some reason I still can't find exactly where this property is. He is from Baton Baton uh, Rouge, Louisiana. And I don't know if this property is exactly in Louisiana, but Boosie was known for saying that all rappers pretty much, once you become successful, you need to get out of your own city because people will kill you. And we know that to be true in so many different instances, unfortunately. It's interesting, though, that he would say that, but if it's true that he still remains in Louisiana, uh, he's not following his own advice, and I, I just wonder if he's still there. Have you heard of exactly where this property is? I'm not certain. I, like you, just kind of assumed that it was there somewhere near his hometown, maybe not exactly. But if he's building a compound like that, I'm sure there are gates. So maybe he feels secure and is not going to venture off into public spaces as such. But, um, you know, maybe for him, he feels safest there. I I hope hope so. He's an interesting dude. (laughs) Yeah, I, I really do hope so. And even if your home is safe and you feel like you're in a gated community and you've built some safety and privacy for yourself, I think that's fantastic. But you still have to go out in in your community and hopefully if he does that, he can stay safe, keep his family safe, because according to his own words, you need to get out. I know that he has gone to different places, but he seems to find his way back because when you're when you have a hometown, someplace that you love, you seem to uh, go back there because of the, the familiarity with it. But like you, I truly hope that he um, is safe. If this is the place that he is, I hope his children is safe. But nonetheless, Building a neighborhood, it's literally a community, a neighborhood in his own backyard. I think it's fantastic. And I think if many more of us had the money to do so, the money and the land to do so, a lot of us would do that um, just to keep our, our people safe, our loved ones and our children safe. So I hope the next thing that we hear about Boosie is going to be positive. He's always saying something that's just weird and (laughs) controversial. But anyway, this is something really good. When we come forward, we're going to break down the color purple. I know you've you've had to have seen the, the trailer that's dropped, Jill. I hope you have. But let's talk about the new generation and how they'll receive the color purple because we know that it's a classic for us. Uh, we'll, we'll break that down on the other side right now. We've got news, traffic, and sports. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Lil Real. Right now, I'm hanging out with Robin on The Raw Report. That's More of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Keeping you informed about what's really going on. Who's got next? And what not to miss in entertainment. You're listening to The Raw Report, Raw Report. on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1
don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Oh, love, they don't love you like I love you. Oh, down, they don't love you like I love you. You are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. That feels good right there. I just want to let that play, you know? Yeah. Shout out to Beyonce, still on tour, still not dancing hard, you know? But hey, go ahead and sing, girl, and give them the best production ever. People are not complaining anymore. They are very happy. I, I put up a clip about that Beyonce conversation, by the way, uh, where we were talking recently about people, fans and supporters complaining that she's not dancing hard enough. And people went in, of course, giving all their opinions and saying they should just be grateful to be in her presence, basically. Uh, let's go ahead and get our entertainment contributor, Jill Monroe, back up in here. We just uh, had a great conversation talking about Boosie, who built a he's still building a community and a neighborhood in his backyard. Wow. I think that's fantastic. We also talked about Denea Jackson, who is the ex-wife or estranged wife of Derek Jackson, who is this media he's a social media based relationship coach and uh, she's putting herself out there now that she has been cheated on she has uh, arrived at a different place in her life and so if you want to catch that podcast interview it's called dear future wifey you can check that out i would like to go ahead and break down this new color purple though with you jill I'm, I'm assuming I can't I can't assume because some people, especially black people, if you ask about classic movies, some people will say that they've never watched certain classic films. Have you watched The Color Purple? We're waiting. Jill. Oh, my God. What? OK, I was about to I say, we'll, I'll pull that card. I'll pull that black card. No, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. I read the book. A okay. couple of times, mm-hmm. saw the movie as a child, cried, not even fully understanding everything about it. So, okay, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, in the, you know what? That's actually a good point. The film, film came out in '85, uh, and many of us were children, and so we didn't understand a lot of the things. But as we got older, and you watched it several times, you started to understand a little bit more. But we always understood that it was a classic. That's a fact. Yeah. And so obviously that film uh, who starred Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg and Danny Glover, all of those wonderful people. There is a new adaptation of The Color Purple with a brand new cast starring Halle Bailey, Taraji P. Henson, Fantasia Barino, who I'm excited to see as Seeley. Uh, Danielle Brooks is in there. Um, they have so many different people. Her is in there. Sierra Tons and tons of people in this uh, wonderful cast. And have you watched the trailer, Jill? I have watched the trailer. I also watched the reaction trailer with Oprah and the cast. And, I mean, it looks beautiful. I, I am one of those people. I'm not a fan of all remakes. But when you think about it, plays, films, they have been done repeatedly over and over again throughout time so being that oprah is involved being that quincy jones is involved again fantasia played this role on broadway Mm -hmm. i think that it is going to be majestic and just 
a new version of it for this generation. Yeah, absolutely. Marcus says they filmed the musical version of The Color Purple that's been on Broadway. They sure did. And it was raving. People had rave reviews about it, which was awesome. And so now there's this film. I will say that in the trailer, it looks, at the beginning, it looks a bit happy. It looks almost happy. And maybe that's not the right not the right adjective, but that's how I felt when I saw it. And maybe it's because it was Halle Bailey and I can't help but smile when I see Halle Bailey. She looks so innocent and friendly. But um, as it progressed, obviously, the trailer, you can see where it is still the same. And, you know, so many of us, especially in our community, we say leave classic films alone. We've seen it time and time again where there's a reboot or a reimagination of a film. And we are so upset because it doesn't do the film any justice. We just talked about it with House Party. That's sort of a reimagined house party. We've seen it time and time again. Do you think that Oprah obviously being involved, Quincy Jones being involved, that it's going to do it any justice and that it will showcase a sort of classic film that we've that we've come to appreciate for the new generation? I, I mean, I think so. You think about the, the original Color Purple was robbed at the Oscars and nominations. I think it maybe won one in some offbeat category. Um, but I think, again, being that Fantasia has played this role on Broadway, you know, people that were involved in the original and that respect quality aren't going to let this be some subpar version. These are people that represent excellence. They put out a great deal of excellence. So, I, you know, some of these remakes, like I said, House Party, I was personally offended by because <laughs> um, that was my teen years. You know, mm -hmm. that was the first film I was an extra in. So oh, okay. that one holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I'm willing to be open to this. And like I said, the cast is so stellar. I, I just want to see what they're going to bring. Coleman Domingo, um, yes. who's playing Mr., is a Broadway legend. We've seen him in, you know, several different TV shows, Euphoria, um, things of that nature. Chadwick Boseman's last film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Blues, I think that was the name of it. Mm -hmm. Corey um, Hawkins who played Dr. Dre and was on 24. He's playing Harpo. Yes. So I just think with the and, and again, another person with Broadway training. So I just feel like the cast that they have assembled is quality. And Quincy and Miss Oprah don't put out any junk. So yeah. I think that it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Forensic accountant said uh, they ruined Superfly twice. Definitely ruined Superfly. Pretty Brown Mimi yeah, says, mark my different. words, Fantasia Barino is going to be nominated for an Academy Award. That would be lovely. I think mm. that would be fantastic. I do have to ask you, uh, I recently spoke with Raven Simone, and she was speaking about reboots and just it being that season, but we're over it, right? Everybody is tired of right. these reboots and these reimaginations. So I asked her what she would like to see as a reboot. If anything, what does she think we could actually do some justice uh, for what show? She mentioned Three's Company. Three's Company. Were you a fan of that TV show? I love that TV TV show. Chrissy Snow. Yes. Jack Ritter. Janet. Summers, Mr. Furley. Yeah. The Ropers. But I do wonder how it could be updated for modern times because mm -hmm. it was a very different world then. And the whole mm -hmm. gag or premise of the show was that Jack um, was faking 
being gay in order to get really good rent and live with these roommates. Yes. And at the, that time in the 70s, men and women weren't allowed to be roommates and cohabitate. There would actually sometimes laws or permitting against it. So how do you update that concept? You can have a zany neighbor, zany landlord and the roommate situation, but the tension was that secret, and a lot of the jokes would not fly in current times. Interesting. So. Very interesting take on it. Is there anything that you would like to see as a reboot? Any shows that you think could um, actually do well and not just some corny uh, reboot just for the sake of it? Listen, <laughs> I would like to see... I, you know, again, I'm like you. I'm not big on reboots. But if they were to remake something, I would like to see a reboot of something that's a little more obscure. Maybe that didn't get a chance to fly. Like, for example, there was this show that was on only for maybe half a season in the early 90s called South Central. It starred yes, Lorenz Tate, Maya yes. Campbell. Yes, Tasha um, Scott. Jennifer Lopez was in it as the cashier. Yep. I thought that was a really good show at the time. So I would like to see, you know, something like that. Or there was a series, I can't remember if it aired on Showtime or HBO, called Laurel Avenue. And it was about family. It had Melinda... Um, why am I blanking on Melinda's name? You know Melinda's mm -hmm. name. She's in everything, Williams. the sweetie. Um, she's Williams. in the Melinda Williams. Thank you, thank you. Um, and some others, and it was really good, and it was about family. These are sort of obscure things, but I think that they could be updated. They have themes that could still be relevant, and people aren't holding on as tightly to whatever version of it that was originally. So I would try and do something like that. Those are great ideas. Maybe somebody's listening and they'll put put their bid in. We'll see. Marcus Atkins says they need to reboot Frank's Place. I actually don't remember Frank's Place, but I like Frank's the Place was with Tim Reed. It was on CBS. It was with Tim Reed and he was a bar owner and he actually was one of the first he opened a TV studio. Tim Reed is a black actor. He used to be on nice. WKRP in Cincinnati. He opened a studio in Virginia. He's one of the first to do that and produce. And um, this was in the late 80s, I think, early 90s. Mimi so says Jill Monroe really likes her obscure shows. I mean, li listen to that. Uh, 3D Sun Music. Hello. You said a ton of films, music, and shows are remakes or reboots or covers that we enjoy even after we find out it was a remake. That's true as well. I don't know. I think I'm again, especially I think they need to they need to leave classics alone. What you're talking about would be fantastic because either they didn't get their due justice. We didn't get to see it for a long time. I think those types of shows would be really, really nice. Uh, 3D Sun Music says reboot Meteor Man. Whoa, that would be interesting. We don't know. We don't know okay. what's to come. Uh Marcus says, I think everyone has seen the color purple film, Young and Old. Well, we will see what happens, how this generation will accept it or reject it. Some people say that Fantasia is probably going to be nominated. Other people disagree. I hear you guys in the YouTube chat. Well, listen, hoping the best for them. I'm going to check it out. That comes out in on Christmas Day, as a matter of fact. So please go ahead and check out the trailer. You can watch it on YouTube, and I'm sure you will all watch the film when it drops on Christmas Day. Jill Monroe, as always. Ways. Truly, truly appreciate you calling into the Raw Report. Thank you so much. And let everybody know where they can follow you online. You guys can follow me everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at Stiletto Jill. Let me know you heard me on the Raw Report. Thank you for having me again, Robin. I always appreciate it. Absolutely. Enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. 
You too. Bye. When we come forward, of course, we have your Who's Got Next. It's a little different today. We're doing a little different kind of vibe today. We've got that and what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Eric Bellinger hanging out right here with my family at The Raw Report. Keep it locked. You're inside The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Robert the Report. Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Well, you like I, I, I like to pretty much give music or give every sort of genre some love, and this is no different. This lady, her name is Kahlo, and this song is called Funds. It's sort of a, an electronic dance music type of vibe. Check it out for yourself. Let me know if you think she's got next. This is Kahlo. Funds. Funds. This is for Nana later. I'm impatient. I need my funds. I look pretty. I want that paper to maintain it. I need my funds. Can't play with a paper. Chase a chick like me. I'm all about funds. Moolah. Coins. Don't pretend you don't have my funds. Girls just wanna have fun. Can't have fun if you don't have funds. Girls just wanna have fun. Can't have fun if you don't have funds. Girls just wanna have fun. I've been broken. It ain't no fun. Girls just wanna have fun. Girls just wanna have fun. Funs. Girls just wanna Just wanna have funds. Can't have fun if you don't have funds. Girls just wanna have funds. Funds. If if it don't make money, then it don't make sense. I'm, I'm just tryna pay my rent. Don't hit me up if the money ain't sent. Hee hee ha, I'm not your friend. Run me my check quick. Yeah, go walk on me selfish. I'm just tryna get rich, rich. No deposit, no guest list. Girls just wanna have fun. Can't have fun if you don't have funds. Girls just wanna have fun. Can't have fun if you don't have funds. Girls just wanna have fun. I've been broken, it ain't no fun. Girls just wanna have fun. Girls just wanna have fun. Funs. Girls just wanna This is hollow. Yes, a techno vibe for sure. Sounds like AI influenced EDM. Oh, that's different. I'm not necessarily an EDM girl, but listen, Beyonce did it. She's a black girl who's doing techno EDM type music. So can Kahlo. Kahlo is a black woman and she's putting her hat in there and she's like, listen, check out my song. I She actually is not very widely known right now. She This is her maybe her first or second single. And uh, I said, why not? Somebody might like EDM. And if you are liking the EDM genre, then she might got next for you. You never know. <laughs> so shout out to Kahlo. The song is called Funds uh, with an S at or a dollar sign S at the end. Okay, let's go ahead and get into what I don't want you to miss. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. We just talked about Charlemagne the God yesterday because his show that is on Comedy Central was canceled after two seasons. We had a conversation if 
it's because he has evolved and he's changed into a better guy. And in another example, there was a clip that I saw today where he was feeling bad about knocking a, a, a rapper who's a big guy now. He's a big time rapper. But the rapper, when he first came out, he was putting dresses on and things like that. And Charlemagne was kind of bashing him when he was first coming up. And the guy told him it was Young Thug who who had this conversation with Charlemagne. And he said, you made me feel bad. I mean, I was just a young guy kind of coming up in the industry trying to figure myself out. And you made me feel bad. And Charlemagne, the new Charlemagne, this guy now says that he he felt pretty bad. You know, if you're not harming people out there, if you're not doing anybody dirty, then what what? doesn't matter that I have an opinion about how you dress. It shouldn't matter at all. So he definitely feels bad. And it sounds like the man has evolved leaps and bounds from where he used to be. And I appreciate that about him. And I want him to do well. We'll just see where it goes and who is willing to give that new evolved Charlemagne a chance. We'll see. Uh, I can tell you what I don't want you to miss, though, about Charlemagne. It's his very first book that he put out called Black Privilege. If you've not read this book, it is really a fantastic book. It's opportunity comes to those who create it. It gives the background into Charlemagne, where he comes from, and his his journey inside of radio. He is he did not go about his his journalism background in a traditional manner at all. He just found himself getting opportunities because he hustled for it. He created the opportunities for himself. So it's actually really good. And uh, I read that book probably in less than a week because it was so good. I, I didn't put it down. Pretty Brown Mimi says Charlemagne was kind of mean in the past. Show him grace. He 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 was. And I, I think he knows that. He says now because he's changed so much because he's gotten into therapy and he's dedicated to his wife. Now he talks about being completely devoted to his wife. He's not cheating at all. Like Derek Jackson was. Uh, but because of that, he says his life has changed drastically in the past six or seven years. Um, Andy? How much do you think uh, Charlemagne's meanness came from being under the influence of Wendy Williams? Or was that just originally how, who he was? That's a really good question. I think that Charlemagne, that was partly who he was because remember, he was unhealed. He was a guy who had a lot of trauma in his life, but I think that he was allowed the space to be that guy and probably even thrive in that entertain in that environment because of Wendy Williams at that time. The money, the money speaks and the two of them together, my gosh, like they had to, <laughs> they went everywhere and they were it, they were viral before viral really was a thing because social media wasn't really around back then. But uh, that's a good question. I'm just glad that he has evolved to the place that he is now. Charlemagne is maturing, Marcus Atkins. Uh, I agree with you. So good for him. You guys go ahead and check out that book. It'll give you a lot of insight. Number one, the book is good anyway, but it'll give you a lot of insight as to who he is and why he is the way that he at least was. And, and he's very open about how he has evolved to the place that he is now. So go ahead and check that out. The book came out in 2017. I probably reread it because it is just that good i do have my copy or you can listen to it on audible if you are that type of person now charlemagne owes nicole spence an apology we'll see what comes out we will see what happens with that forensic accountant um so those two things I, I wanted to get out to you guys. It is always a great show for sure with you all. I truly appreciate it. And I truly appreciate Jill Monroe for calling in today and holding it down last week when I, when I wasn't here. But listen, guess whose birthday it is? 
I told you yesterday, it's Zoe Williams' birthday. So y'all got to give him some love. And not only do you have to give him love, you got to make sure you stay tuned for his show, who is coming up next, right after me. And uh, check his show out. I actually have the topic of his show. Let's see what he's talking about today. You know, it's always some fire, fire topics. Today, he is talking... The topic is get with my program. Brother, what plan do you have for your relationship and your woman? Submit and adapt yourself to your husband as a service to the Lord. Ooh, he's got all all kinds of questions. One is if a man works on himself and develops himself uh, to be worthy, the woman will be his partner. If he doesn't, she will be against him. Y'all just go ahead and check it out. Go ahead and check it out. Penny says, happy birthday, Zoe Williams. Deborah Chacoa says, happy birthday, Zoe Williams. Marcus says, happy birthday. 3D Sun says, happy birthday. Show him some love, but mainly make sure that you do that by uh, keeping tuned to his show that's coming up right now. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. And as always, I appreciate you guys. And remember today and every day forward to be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.